For as long as I can remember, movies have mattered in my life. My childhood memories are of browsing the aisles of video stores, listening to my parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, and grandparents discuss movies at family or holiday dinners, spending innumerable weekends in theaters with my closest friends, staying up late to catch something on cable TV. My room growing up was covered in the one-page movie poster ads from magazines. Sure, I had other interests, but the most enduring is of being a consumer and lover of movies. My wife's lifelong interests and her experience is decidedly different. Whereas I have developed an encyclopedic knowledge of and passion for movies, she grew up aware but only marginally interested. Movies were much less important, actors' and directors' names were not memorized, visiting a theater was an occasional treat, and as such, our viewing histories are widely divergent. Because she is supportive of me, however, she has agreed to a gimmick. To fill in a few of the most glaring gaps for the sake of helping me to continue our adventure in podcasting. Please listen along as we rummage through the collection and review movies from my past, which I hope she will appreciate as well. It's time to catch up, Chrissy. Well, hello there. Hello. We're back. We're back. So, um, for anybody that's followed, migrated over from Ballot Boxing, where we were discussing uh, the 2022 Oscar winners. We're not going to shut up. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're going to just keep going. And if you're finding us for the first time, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. Um, I think the conceit of the podcast is pretty clear. Mm-hmm. So I thought we would introduce everything today, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll, we'll start reviewing movies with our next episode. So there's no movie review on this episode, but we're asking you to stay anyway. Do you want us to start with introducing ourselves? Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm Christina. I'm Matt. We're married. Yes. And Matt likes movies. And Christina doesn't. Well, I do. I just don't like all the movies. I haven't had time to watch all the movies. I have time to read books. This is what I prioritize. Yes. But, um, yes, and but I'm interested in movies. And so my lovely husband is going to introduce me to some movies that I have not seen. That every time he says, oh, well, blah, 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 like quotes a movie. And I go, what's that from? And he goes, you haven't seen? Fill in the blank. Ugh. It happens a lot. Yeah, that happens a lot. And so we picked... Uh, some of them that we're going to share with you and they are going to be this podcast yeah mm-hmm. so as the as our opening um suggested um there are some movies that i think are essential mm-hmm. that you need to catch up on yes um and what i'm going to do is i'm going to ask you a few questions just just to, to establish the list okay of what we might um reasonably consider i'm prepared i do have a list already sort of in mind but okay. i might make additions or subtractions based on your answers to these questions okay um and we'll go over some basic rules of what it is we're going to do each podcast and sort of set up the format so that the next time we can hit the ground running with our first movie sounds good okay and we've got a schedule for this one too so wednesdays we watch the movie and fridays we record the pod and it'll go up right away and it'll much. go up right away yeah. yeah so expect weekend delivery of this podcast all right <laughs> we've committed now yeah you can use it for your saturday morning workout or yeah while you're house cleaning or mm-hmm. whatever yep okay uh so th- i'm gonna ask a few questions mm-hmm. you ready to go i'm ready okay uh what are your favorite movies Ooh, good question sound of music okay i like a good musical so sound of music is my favorite my certainly my like number one favorite movie i really love titanic that would be number two and number three would be probably white christmas or singing in the rain one of those okay can you think of any others that i really love uh romeo and juliet uh, yeah but it wouldn't make my top five even no. that one no i liked um, it but it's only because it has leo 
Yeah. Mm, yeah, that would be my top my top four right there. Clueless. Clueless is up there. Clueless would make the top ten. Yeah. I really like Clueless. Um. Uh, like Miss Congeniality. Yes, I was gonna say Troop Beverly Hills. Okay. Would be on that list. Um. Oh. Um. The baseball one. A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Also top ten. Okay. Yeah. Are we noticing a theme here? Yeah. Strong female central characters, people. Music. Music. Singing, mm -hmm. dancing. Yes. Tragedy. Uh, well, yeah, occasionally. Mm -hmm. I don't remember Miss Congeniality being a tragedy. She tripped in those heels. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so that was actually going to be a follow-up question is what's common among the movies that you like. So I guess we've already answered yeah, that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, so secondary question then. Um, what are some of your favorite actors? Leo. Uh, Julian. Do, do we want to like list his full name? Or, like, uh, we're that does it, does it matter? I mean, we call him Leo when he comes mm -hmm. over for lunch. But... That's right. Yes. Uh, okay. So Leonardo DiCaprio. I'll, I'll do three men and three women. Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Brad Pitt, and I don't even know. I can't. I uh, Gene Kelly. Like I, I can't think of any really? other. Okay. Yeah, I can, just can't think of any other. Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Like I can't think of any other. Christopher Plummer would probably be on that list. Uh -huh. um, for women, it would be Julie Andrews. See, I read these notes, but I didn't think about them. Julie Andrews. Um, can you think of other people that I like? Yeah, Julia Roberts. <sighs> uh, Kate Winslet. Sure. Uh, this is tough. I, I, I care I so much about women that I don't care about the actresses. I have no Sandra idea. Bullock. Sure, Sandra Bullock's good. Like I, I did I. I care so little that I can't even make these lists. Right. Like I don't, I, I watch. And, and therein me. lies the challenge of this podcast, mm -hmm. right? Is to try to <laughs> make me care. I, I like, um, I just like being entertained by a movie. We've talked about this in the Oscars podcast, yeah. but I don't, I'm ballot boxing, but I, I don't, I, I like it when I learn something, but entertainment's going to be number one for me always. Okay. Yeah. Learning something is like a secondary bonus. Okay. Can you name, five directors yes go ahead okay james cameron okay uh hang on the alien guy ridley scott all right uh michael mann mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, far you're listing people that i speak highly of oh, all the oh, time Quentin tarantino all right mm -hmm. and i i don't want to have dead air the woman that was married to James Cameron, who won the Oscar. Catherine Bigelow. Sure. Her. That you had in yeah, mind? that's who I had in mind. Uh, I'm trying to think of who won it. Sarah Pauly. There you go. Sarah My girl, Sarah. All right. Who, Oscar winner. Yes. Oscar winner, Sarah Pauly. Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah, right. He directs things, doesn't he? Shoot. Robert yeah. Zemeckis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, George Lucas. Also would have yeah, worked. Yes. Yeah. Robert Altman. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Zemeckis and Altman, I would not have ever gotten to. You could have left me on a desert island for 30 years and i never would have right. gotten to those names but the okay. other two i know all right who they are good kind of good, good for them i could name but, yeah. yeah i could name like at least one of their movies yeah yeah okay um i, I was going to ask you if you had a favorite director james cameron because he directed titanic and i couldn't tell you who directed sound music oh goodness i don't think i could either there you go to be honest yeah all right um what about genres what genres are you mostly interested in like or me. conversely what not are the things you're not, in. you're totally not interested in? Interested in, in musicals, rom-coms, but like a good, smart rom-com, not a stupid, like how to lose a guy in 10 days kind of rom-com, like a mm -hmm. clueless rom-com. Um, I don't know. So based on Shakespeare is the, the premise. Sure. There. Okay. Uh, is Clueless based on Shakespeare? No. Uh, clueless is based on um, Emma by 
uh, one of the Brontes. Oh, I didn't know it was based on anything. Yeah. Mm, I just thought it was great. Uh, sorry, ones I like. So musicals, maybe like dramedies. Like, I, I don't know. I, it's probably easier for me to list ones I'm not interested in. Okay, do that. Horror. Horror. War. Things where you see people's guts or it scares you. Or like a real, like, like gritty uh, poverty movie. You didn't like Sicario. I did instance. not like right. Sicario. I didn't like uh, 12 Years a Slave. Mm -hmm. I do not like, even if it's historically accurate, I don't need to see certain things on screen. Right. And come, like, let's come clean right now. The two things that I will not watch that will ca cause me to get up and leave a movie are any kind of sexual assault and children demise so the demise of children i am out on right. those two things i don't think those need to be in movies so what roger ebert talked about when he uh was alive yes he doesn't talk about much anymore no. but what he talked about when he was alive was the feeling of elation mm -hmm. right like people more than anything when they watch a movie they want to feel good mm -hmm. they want to be um entertained taken out of whatever mood they're in and taken right. to a new a new mood yes um so that's that's what you're looking for mm -hmm. okay um do you have any memorable theater going experiences from childhood or like do you remember like things mm -hmm. that you saw in the theater you're like wow i can't believe i saw that that mm -hmm. was amazing so i saw titanic titanic four times which was uh league average for somebody your age at that time sure like, the first time i saw titanic i went into that movie theater uh like just hell bent on not crying i am not going to cry at this movie this is this i actually think i went into it thinking it was stupid and that i don't know why well all the press if you saw it like when it first came out oh, like, a lot of the press was like this is going to be a bomb they've wasted money blah 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 I don't remember that, but it probably affected me. I'm also still not good with showing great amounts of emotion in public places. So I think I went into that thinking I, it was stupid as like a defense mechanism. Like, I am not going to cry at this movie. I'm not going to enjoy this movie. I'm not your typical 16-year-old girl. And then they literally had to carry me out of the movie theater. My weeping. friend had to carry me out of the movie theater weeping. So, and like, I remember somebody who was sitting near me going, oh my God, look at that girl. And she was talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> So Titanic, very memorable. Um, going to see Romeo and Juliet for the first time. I, I only saw it twice in the theater, but the first time I went to see it, it was Amy and I's first time seeing a movie on our own. Mm -hmm. The other one that I really remember is going to see Jurassic Park with my family. My family would often, not always, but often go see a movie on New Year's Eve. And I'm sure that our New Year's Eve movie in 1993 yeah. was Jurassic Park. And that was a real like holy shit movie going experience yeah that was super memorable and the other one that i want to mention that wasn't in a movie theater but that i do remember watching was what what's uh who's with roger rabbit who framed roger rabbit? who framed roger rabbit my mother would not let me see it and i really wanted to see it so when she was at work one saturday my dad rented it and he and i watched it together nice. alan the hero <laughs> so i think i was just like am i mischaracterizing it that like i think your mom or your folks maybe often thought of movies as being without having seen them or even read about them based on the commercials that's too dark that's too scary that's too mature that's too violent oh yeah my mom would a lot of prejudgment yeah for sure movies yeah and and we weren't in a town where first of all we didn't have a movie theater in my town until i was 16. so you had to drive like at least 30 minutes to a different town to see a movie on the theater in the theater and also um there was like just very limited movie rentals for the first, I'm going to say five or six years we lived there. So 
you got stuff that was older and it wasn't like my parents had the time or opportunity or willingness to rent a movie, watch it, determine whether or not it was appropriate and then show it to us. Right. They weren't, nobody cared that much. It was like, Oh, well, this is, this is a film that we will all like Mm -hmm. based on what I've heard. We're all going to, we're all going to watch it. So my childhood was very much like Disney movies and I remember like the bodyguard coming out and my mother being like, you are absolutely not seeing that movie. And I was like, but I'm however old it was. What year did that come out? 95, 94, something like that. So I was, yeah, I was probably too young for it having actually seen that movie now. But uh, I remember her saying like, you can see that when you're 18. And I was like 14 or 15 yeah. and thinking like, really? And I don't know. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm of no opinion of that now, but uh I, there was certainly like if we were watching a movie it was like a family sit down we're definitely all going to enjoy this or it was new year's eve yeah yeah and you watched a lot of movies repeat, like over and over again yep and like we it was ritual also watched a lot of tv yeah like there was time for one hour of dr craig medicine woman or one hour of the practice there was not time for a two hour plus movie right that's why there was a lot of disney too because it was like a cool 90 minutes right so interesting yeah and it's interesting growing up without a video store because I, I remember like really fondly going into the video store. There was a like a an independent video store mm-hmm. in in my hometown um, that it was a treat to mm-hmm. go. And I used to remember like you, the the scary movies were on the top shelf. You wouldn't necessarily get like, but I, I'd be like looking at the the cases and reading the boxes while my dad or my mom was picking something out. And I always it was always a treat because we often did, would do a double bill. Mm-hmm. So dad would rent something for the family, and then there'd be something for for him and me to watch oh, afterwards. File under things that never happened in the Bradstreet household. I also want to mention that like, not only do we not have a rental place, but when we did get a rental place, it was like the front half of a convenience store. It's mm-hmm. not like it was a video 99, but it was part of a fish and chips slash convenience. Right. You can get your smokes, your dinner and your movie all in one spot. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, we didn't get a blockbuster till I think I was like 11. Oh, or... So we had a jumbo video in my town, which is great. Oh, I think we had jumbo too, but not for the first few years. We went jumbo and then blockbuster. Right. And then there was like a there Rogers was... opened up then there was no before jumbo. I, just before yes, I moved I away. That. I remember that. Um, and then there was the, the, the red box mm-hmm. era. And now there's nothing. Things. And now there's, just, well, now just, there's streaming. We just stream everything. Yeah. That's right. But I remember like making really good use of their uh, loyalty rewards programs mm-hmm. where I'd go in and rent. And it used to be like, you can get three old movies for five bucks or whatever. Right. And I would do that on a regular basis. So mm-hmm. this is how I sort of accumulated. Your knowledge. My, my knowledge is mm-hmm. that I, I watched a lot of stuff on my own, mm-hmm. renting three at a time. It's so sad. Well, what's your opinion, <laughs> man? All right. So the concept of the podcast, this is what we're going to do. The rules. I'm going to try to stick to things that are reasonably contemporary. And this isn't going to be a film history class. So I'm not going to try to show you stuff from the thirties and forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be stuff that I would have reasonably been able to see. We okay. would have been able to reasonably see in the eighties or nineties. That's going to be my main focus. Okay. There may be a couple that are even newer than that. Um, I think that like our, our film knowledge, what we've we've seen a lot together mm-hmm. since we've been married um what year do we married again 2007 okay mm-hmm. coming up on 16 the hours yeah um, in less than a month sweet 16 mm-hmm. um and uh yeah so I, I there's not a lot that i've seen that you haven't seen in in the time that we've been married mm-hmm. but there's certainly the big gap in the when we were both teenagers the idea here is also that it's gonna be things that i've seen i remember reasonably well but that i haven't seen recently so it's a bit of a treat for me too to be able to go back and and revisit things and that'll be an interesting conceit too, because there may be things that uh, I'm misremembering mm-hmm, that don't age well, or that yeah, don't age well, that haven't aged well, and that yeah. might be lead to lead to some good stuff. And I'm I'm going to try to 
steer away from quote unquote guy movies, right? It's not going to be all cops and robbers or um, Arnold Schwarzenegger films. And like, it's going to be things that I, I hope are to your taste. Or though, although Arnold Schwarzenegger films may be on the list. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, so without further ado, I'm going to reveal the list. Okay. Okay. These are. Is Kindergarten Cop on the list? Kindergarten Cop is not on the list. Damn it. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> All right, so we can hear papers rustling. That's because I'm old school. So um, I thought we would have a look at some romantic comedies. Okay. Okay. Sure. So we are going to, and again, in no particular order. Yes. Uh, so so we're going to ruin the surprise of what the title of the films are now, but you will not know which film is coming up next. Yeah. Yeah. We're we'll, not going to tell you what order we're doing it But in. you'll know what's coming up. That's right. So Sleepless in Seattle is a movie that, Apparently you haven't seen. Have not seen it. Don't even know what it's about. Really? I feel like I know it's it's Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Yes. And I know they're like in the picture, they're like on a boat or something, looking at each other across. I don't know. I just I don't know what it's about. Good. They probably fall in love, which I'm okay with. I just don't know what it's about. All right. Uh, Another one. When Harry Met Sally. Also don't know what it's about, but I do know there's that one famous scene where she's in the diner. Okay. I'll have what she's having. All right. Yeah. Four weddings and a funeral. I assume it's about four weddings and a funeral. It's not a clever title. No. Yes, it's, it's a very... Yeah. Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant. Okay. Andy McDowell. Right. Cast of dozens others. Sure. I think But that... not Alan Rickman, which I thought. Not Alan Rickman. Not Alan, which no. is a real shame. Okay. Another one is Jerry Maguire. Show Me the Money. That's... I think... I think that one is about a, something about sports. I think that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. may play some sort of sport. And Tom Cruise mm-hmm. is a coach. Almost. Okay. Okay. This okay. is fun. Uh, we're also going to watch Amelie. No idea. Like, lit- I know she's like cute and has big eyes. That's okay. it. I know the front of the package. Okay. That's it. Front of the package. <laughs> uh, we're going to also watch The Fugitive. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. Which nobody says in the movie. Oh, like, I don't know where it. that. I don't know. Is that from a they different certainly movie? certainly don't say it in that whimsical tone of voice. <laughs> is it from a different movie? No, that's, there's a one-armed man. It's that, that line is from The Mask. Jim Carrey okay. says it in the mask. All right. Well, so, that's, yeah. no, that's not okay, going to help not, you no. much. Okay. Uh, we're going to watch Life is Beautiful. Uh, I thought that won Best Picture until you told me earlier it didn't. It won Best Foreign and the, Language. And he won Best Actor. Yes. And I just remember him being like a lovely human in his speech. Yeah. That's all I've got. I don't know if he's aged well. Like, actually, no Well, idea. we'll do some research when we get there. Um, And then there's a couple of ones that we're going to watch, parts one and two. Right. So the we're first is really have to commit those weeks. Lethal Weapon. Uh, one and two. Danny Glover. Correct. And I got it confused with what movie with the bombs in the park? Die, Die Hard, Hard 2. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that one's about. Yes, Lethal it's Weapon. Got, it's got Mel Gibson in it. Cool. And um, it's going to be disappointing, I think, to know what Mel Gibson's become and look at what he once was. All right. Uh, we're also going to watch... Or the, what he always <clears throat> was and just was hiding really well. The Terminator series. We're well, going to watch parts one and two. It's about a robot. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a I'll bit be of an back. Over, and then, simplification. And but, then he comes back. Yeah. That's all I know. Um, we're gonna watch The Abyss. You have no idea. Zero ideas. Okay. And uh you picked one last one that your mom also agreed on, which was the Bridge on the River Kwai. But I have no idea what it's about. You have no idea what it's Mm-mm. about. That's an old one. Yeah. And and mom was like, It's so good. So I feel like I'm probably gonna like it. Best picture winner, I think, nineteen fifty seven. Oh, it's really old. Yeah. Okay. That's the that is the oldest of them. All right. So that's the list. That really shows you how little I know. Do you have any more questions for me? Well, I just wonder what off this list um, you are initially excited to see. 
Oh. So The Fugitive is one I've wanted to see for a while because I think it will be very entertaining. Um, I feel like The Abyss is, is science fiction and I really like science fiction books and generally movies. So I'm excited about that one. And I feel sort of dumb based on how you've reacted that I haven't seen Sleepless in Seattle or When Harry Met Sally. Because... That one's just inconceivable to me because it's right in the sweet spot of when you were 12, 13, having sleepovers. Mm. And it is a lovely romantic comedy starring arguably at the time, the two biggest stars in the world. Do you know what we used to rent? Do you know what the one movie that I remember renting? And if like, shout out to a friend of the pod, Amy, that if, if she's listening, she's screaming at her radio right now. Uh, when we were 12 and 13, we rented Cabin Boy <laughs> with... Chris, Chris Elliott. Elliot, that's right. And David Letterman. Yeah, with a talking cupcake when he gets so dehydrated that he's hallucinating. So we weren't watching Sleepless in Seattle. Why? I don't know. But that that just was not on the radar. Inconceivable. I'm sorry. Yeah. To yeah. quote Wallace Shawn from Princess Bride. I have Bride. seen Princess Bride several times. Inconceivable. Yeah. So those are the movies I'm most excited to see. Although I'm very excited actually to see all of these. Okay. Like, like really, this is a, a very exciting list. All right. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, if this works out, mm -hmm. maybe we can do some sort of reversal. Oh, where... Matt's, Matt's planning the second season of this. Yeah, guys. you can make some recommendations for me. I don't think there's much you haven't seen that I've seen. Well, I was thinking actually book recommendations. It might oh. be a little bit of a slower rollout, yeah. but we could maybe maybe try two or three books. That, mm. Although I don't know if I can get through any Virginia Woolf. This will be the summer vacation fodder. Yeah. That'll be good. Something to think about. We, this one will be probably like, uh, 11 weeks or 12 weeks long. So that's going to bring us pretty close to summer vacation, which will be lovely. All right. All right, cool. Just looking at a calendar there. Well, again, if you're joining us for the first time, thank you for listening. If you've stayed with us, you've come over from ballot boxing and you're ready to continue the adventure. Mm -hmm. We're happy to have you with us still. And uh, um, why don't you tell people where they can find us? Sure. So you can find us uh, online. Our website is bit.ly. So bit.ly forward slash thousand dollar productions. And you can find us on Twitter at Ketchup Chrissy. If you were already following us on Twitter at Ballot Boxing, we've just switched the username to Ketchup Chrissy, so you don't need to do anything. But if you're looking for us on Twitter now, Ketchup Chrissy is where it's at. You can email us if you'd wish to. We love fan mail at thousanddollarproductionspod at gmail.com. And we are available on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, SoundCloud, Amazon, Google, and Spotify. That's it, Matt. Okay, we'll see you next time. See you on episode two, but really kind of one of... Catch up, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs>